so good. That'll get your heart going in the morning, folks. That's a 1986 Metallica from Master of Puppets. Uh, that song is Battery. That is a killer. That is one of my favorites. If you're ever going to do any like extreme sports or anything crazy, that is a good one to hype yourself on. You might get injured, but you will go hard. <laughs> Land yourself in the ER, but that's okay because uh, it's all about how hard you go. So, um, yeah, welcome back. Episode 10. I cannot believe we made it to double digits. Um, this is March 3rd, 2023. Oh, I actually have some good news to start with. Um, well, before I do that, let's um, let's say I am now professional. Okay, I've made four cents on Rumble. Um, I'm looking to turn that into five. Um, if all goes well, I'll be getting you know half a penny per episode, and that would be tight. You know, um, so yeah, I'm, I'd be happy with that. Um, I am officially on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you don't want to look at this beautiful. Um, somewhat offensive mug, um, then you can just go on there and listen. You don't have to look. And uh, it's a lot easier probably on your eyes. And um, I don't know. I feel bad for your ears. But uh, nevertheless, um, some is better than none. Um, so, yeah, go check me out over there. Um, it's actually I'm California dreaming over there. If you're um, going to look up the name of the podcast, um, I snagged up that name. Not sure if we're going to stick with it, but for now, it's California Dreamin' um, on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And yeah, like I said, no more YouTube. Rumble exclusively for the videos. I'm doing some shorts on YouTube just to see if I can get a little more traction and some um, just pretty much to promote the, uh, the Rumble. So yeah, uh, thank you again for being here. Um, I actually have some good news to start with. Um, imagine that. Um, <laughs> California state of emergency is finally done. After 15 days, we had to flatten the curve, flatten the curve. They said 15 days. They said, just stay in your home. They said, um, yeah. So three years later, 1,091 days later, hair gel Hitler finally Let's this thing end. I mean, he extended it. He extended it. We might have been the one of the last states to have a state of emergency, but I'm not sure. Not 100%. Um, but yeah, so, but I will say that the, the clown show has not stopped um, here in California. Some gentleman from Pasadena, uh, Jordan Henry. Excuse me. Um, he actually was arrested the other day. Um, actually, the day that the order ended on the 28th of February, uh, just a couple days ago, um, the dude had a Kaiser uh, appointment, appointment at Kaiser Permanente or whatever um, for his eyes. Uh, go get some new uh, glass prescription. So he <laughs> he rolls into the office. He's like, yeah, this, this order's over. Right. And they're like, no, you're going to have to put a mask on. He's like, well. Can you just, uh, I don't have a mask and I don't want to wear one. So can we just do this and I'll be out of your hair? And, you know, they threw a fit, you know, um, probably called him a terrorist and everything else. Um, even though we have 
how many studies um, and all the metrics that prove um, that masks actually have a net zero, uh, probably a net negative effect um, as far as, you know, your immune system and um, how unsanitary and those things are like, you know, freaking bacteria traps, dude. They're nasty. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> they called the police on this dude in Pasadena. Um, and I saw this guy's little Twitter video that he made about it, and he seems like a totally reasonable dude. He, he does not seem threatening by any manner. Um, so yeah, the cops show up and none of them have masks on. He's like, where, where are your guys' masks? And they're like, well, we're not here for, you know, but two of them, you know, like the sheep that they are immediately put on their masks. Oh, here's my mask. Um, but the one cop. He's like, hey, you know, I agree with you. I, 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 I stand, I'm proud of what you're doing. You know, stand, stand by your guns on this one. And, uh, I'm not going to arrest you, but, um, she's allowed because of their policy. Um, they can actually make a citizen's arrest on you. So that was the option that the nurse, uh, had, um, from the police. And so she went ahead and actually made a citizen's arrest on this dude. Ah, this is what the world's come to folks. Um, so yeah, he, he ends up getting, you know, citation right there. You know, you've been, here's your arrest form. They didn't actually put him in cuffs. They just, you know, wrote him a ticket for trespassing. And, and then thereafter they said, okay, if you don't leave now, after you've been already cited for trespassing, then, you know, then you're going to be like, you know, not complying or something like that. And then, you know, we're going to actually arrest you and take you in. So he actually left, but, um, it's just, it's unbelievable that, uh, these, I mean, it's like these people are, you know, they're, they're cultist and I don't know what some of these people, I mean, now that the state of emergency has ended, are, are, am I still going to see people just riding their bicycle by themselves, like through the park with a mask on walking their dogs by themselves, you know, strolling through the park with a mask on, you know, you're driving down the freaking freeway with a mask on by yourself in a car. I mean, these people are actually, <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's like, um, a safety, a little safety mechanism, or I don't know what these people, they, they love the mask. And I'm telling you, um, I don't think, I mean, whoever's still wearing the mask is just, they're going to keep wearing the mask. They, they have been officially scared. Um, the propaganda has worked. Um, they are scared. <laughs> they live their life in fear. And it's not actually funny. It's actually very sad. Um, it's a sad state. Um, I feel bad for people who have really allowed this so-called, um, you know, pandemic to to change the way that they, they, they see the world and live, live their life. Uh, fresh air is really, really nice. Um, I have actually completely refused to wear masks and I can't tell you the last time I actually wore a mask. Um, and I'm proud to say that if someone's, if somebody says, you know, you can't come in here or you can't do this cause you know, you need a mask, this, that, and the other, I'm like, well, I have an exemption, um, which I don't, but I lie. And, um, and, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I don't wear it. And if, and if they're like, oh, well, you know, we don't accept your exemption or whatever. It's like, well, 
what do you mean you don't? Then, you know, I don't need to be here then. It's all good. I'm out. So, yeah, it's, you know, you kind of, there's a parallel economy. And I definitely, I go to the places that, that would never even consider asking me to wear a mask. Um, if I walk into a place, I see everybody masked up. I pretty much just turn around and walk out, find another place similar that um, people aren't all masked up. Um, but, yeah, anyway, all right, let's keep going. So, uh, in Florida, we got a, this, <laughs> we got this representative um, in the house and, he, uh, his name is Chip Lamarca, and he is on a mission right now. He's written a bill. Um, what is the name? It is a six sixty thirty one. And uh, what it, what what he's trying to do is he's trying to make it legal so that you could um, purchase or sell um, bottles of wine over one gallon, because right now, as the law stands. If you buy a gallon or more, or sorry, if you buy over a gallon, you can buy a gallon. But if you buy over a gallon container in Florida, it's a misdemeanor on the first offense. Second offense is a third degree felony with jail time and everything. I mean, it's freaking nuts. I mean, considering this place is like they have the loosest. I mean, some of their laws are are, are pretty awesome. I mean. There's like two or three in the book. Like it's like you can't like keep an alligator as a pet or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what, dude. Um, so anyway, yeah, that place, Florida's crazy. Um, and this dude is on a mission now to make it legal to. Um, and he even mentioned this um, this bottle size, and I didn't even know there was like all these crazy bottle sizes. Right now, apparently, like the biggest one you can buy. Because there's no four liter, which is, you know, a gallon. Well, actually, a gallon is 3.8 something liters. 3.9 something liters. Anyway, um, yeah, but the biggest one you can buy right now is um, a double magnum, which is a three liter jug, which is pretty epic. I mean, it's a good size little jug. But um, the guy mentioned, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we want to be able to for, you know, different occasions, special occasions, weddings, bar mitzvahs, all that stuff. Um, he, he mentioned uh, the bottle of Nebuchadnezzar. And I was like, what is that? And I looked it up and it's a 15 liter jug, dude. These things are huge. Um, it's pretty epic. And that's pretty much like the largest. Well, there's actually one larger than that. And it's called something weird, but I really didn't find it on like a lot of the scales of um, the different size wine containers on online. Uh, I was doing a little research and I the biggest one I found, which is not standard by any means. This is a one off uh, wine bottle made by these um, craftsmen and they they made a 570 liter jug of wine <laughs> uh, and they call it Maximus. Um, rightfully so good times so you want to get crazy go get yourself a nebuchadnezzar um i don't know they must be legal here in california at least one thing that's legal here that's not legal there so we got that going for us um and mind you you know they're they're like one of the few places that still has no helmet law um when it comes to uh riding motorcycles you could just as long as you're 21 and if you have insurance you could ride with no no helmet, but if you have a helmet on, you don't need insurance. 
is like in the law. It's really freaking weird. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, all right, let's keep it going. Uh, one more thing I wanted to kind of like get into that was kind of funny. I I keep seeing this one podcast pop up um, on some of my feeds, and it's it's this whatever podcast. And from every clip I've seen, it's like this guy has he this guy is just a complete troll. And what he does is he actually has these these girls on and they're always like, you know, college aged or maybe a little bit older um, girls that and they're all, you know, really good looking for the most part. Um, but they're all woke and <laughs> they're all I, I hate to say it, but mostly dimwits. Um, and I think that's why he brings them on just to like see how stupid they can sound. Um and then also <laughs> just to trigger them and piss them off. So he had, you know, this group of girls on and you could tell they were all super woke. And um, <laughs> he's reading super uh, these super chats. Um, and one of the super chats, obviously, probably an older one, but it comes up. And of course, he's like, he's going to read this one. Um, and the super chat was... Um, Hey, would you rather smash the hottest trans woman or the oldest woman in the world? And and the guy's like, well, you know, honestly, bro, I'd rather smash the oldest woman in the world because then I wouldn't be gay. <laughs> and it's like, I knew he said that just to piss this one girl off. She has tattoos everywhere and she's like super like, you know, uh, social justice warrior. Um and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, you just really want me to tear you a new one, don't you? And he's like, what, what? And she's like, what are you saying? That's transphobic or something? And she's like, absolutely. You're a scumbag. You know, you're a piece of crap. And and then, you know, what? it's like, and that, and she's trying to say, oh, that wouldn't be gay to smash a, a trans woman. Like, dude, I don't care how hot this trans woman is. If it's a biological male and you're a dude, you do not want to have sex with a, another biological male. I don't care what kind of surgeries they got, what they look like, nothing. So it was pretty funny. He said it just to piss them off, and they totally they just stepped right into the trap. And, you know, she flips out. She jumps up, and she's like, you're prick, you know? And uh, the other, there's another, you know, totally woke chick right there. She's like... Yeah, dude, that's like, that's like totally like insensitive, dude. You're a dick. Um, <laughs> and it was really funny. I, I just thought it was freaking so, it was worth like, it was, it was kind of worth watching just because I, I just love how easily people are, I mean, can't accept the facts, can't understand, can't respect the fact that this dude wouldn't want to bang some trans woman. But yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty good one. It's actually hilarious. But yeah, um, good news for Chicago. Um, Lori Lightfoot, old Beetlejuice, old Clubfoot. Um, she she has now um, she's made history. She is the first woman in or the first mayor in forty years not to not to win reelection, and she like not even close. Um, did she? She got 16% of the vote when when it came to the reelection. And so she, with an astounding loss, um, 
gets booted from the mayor um, position. And I love this. Um, this lady was, you know, the whole time she was a total crazy person when it came to, you know, the Black Lives Matter thing, when it came to the, the COVID restrictions, the lockdowns, she just, you know, played every single violin they wanted her to play. And she, you know, she, I, I, I might miss her a little bit because she was kind of hilarious. She used to like dress up like some superhero and hand out like candy, like during Halloween. I don't know what it was. Um, it's like one thing or another. She was just a complete joke in a shit show. But the one thing that actually bothered me about this lady and the reason I'm glad that she's gone is because she's like a total race baiter. Like she's another grifter, um, supporting racial division. And, um, it, it's all bad. Uh, she, um, what was it? I think it was a two year anniversary of her being mayor. And this is, you know, 2021. She's like, you know what? Um, I'm exclusively, um, going to take only one-on-one interviews from, uh, reporters of, of color. Um, so pretty much, uh, I will not, I, I refuse. If you're a white reporter, I will not take any interviews with you. Just so don't even bother asking. It's like, what lady? Like, okay. And you know, that, that, that is a perfect example of the type of stuff I've been talking about. And it goes on and now it's on like, it's coming from both ends now, which is very bothersome for me. Um, you know, this whole thing, the Dilbert creator, Scott Adams, he said some super divisive, like even more like propaganda, just kind of race grifting. It's just, it's all bad. I mean, essentially the guy said, um, yeah, I was looking at the survey and, and, you know, nearly half, uh, some Rasmussen, uh, survey. And he said, yeah, I mean, well, he said, uh, you know, if nearly half of, you know, these people that were, you know, in the poll, you know, and there's a thousand people in this poll or in this survey and, um, they go ahead and, you know, he's like, if the less than half of them are okay with, with, you know, people being white, um, I consider that a hate group. And if you look at like what he's the, the, the poll that he's talking about, it's, it's kind of ridiculous because, um, it, it's not a good representation. First, it's only 13%, which is, you know, exactly it's close to the, the representation of the black population. So I assume, you know, um, it wasn't like all black people. I mean, I, I, it's just your average everyday Joe, you know, um, probably mostly white people. And I looked at, at who it was. And like I said, there was 13% black people out of the thousand, people who took the survey. Um, and then there was 27% mixed race. And then there was, you know, Hispanic and a little bit Asian and then mostly white people. So it was a pretty good representation of the, you know, the, the population and, and, um, you know, your average everyday people, God knows what city this, you know, was taken in and all that stuff that, you know, that's another huge factor, but yeah. Um, I guess uh, he said, you know, that's a hate group in my eyes. And he said, you know, I, I suggest if you're white, um, you get as far away from black people as, as possible. Um, 
just stay away from them. Um, avoid any, you know, contact with them. Uh, move to a white neighborhood. Like, it's like, bro, what are you saying, dude? Like, and, and what really bothered me is like, you know, that is like, I, there's a lot of like videos, especially like on all the social media platforms that are going around and they're like a lot of them are old videos, but there's like a lot of new ones too that are, you know, current, but you know, where there's a lot of like black on white violence, you know? And, um, this seems to be something, this is like, you know, it's the same tactic. It's like, you know, the cops beating up, you know, black people, like if, if they're going to see every single incident that happens, um, and it's the same thing with like, you know, black kids beating up white kids. If you're going to, you know, shine a spotlight on every single incident that that happens, you know, you're pushing a narrative and it, it is propaganda. And it's again, it's, you know, pushing racial division. Um, and, and it it bugs the shit out of me because, you know, this guy has been canceled and I do not believe in canceling anybody. And I don't think this dude's a racist. I think this guy's scared. And he said some stuff like, you know, I've tried, you know, helping black folks, you know, pretty much my whole career and all I've ever been, you know, I've, I've only been called a racist, you know, I've, I've never had anything good come out of me trying to help, you know, the black community. And so I'm just going to stay away from them and, you know, move away. And so I moved to a house with, uh, you know, in a neighborhood where there's very little black people and, uh, <laughs> It, this, you know, and like I said, the the part of him just saying this can't be fixed and like the answer is just, you know, division is that is obviously not the answer. That is just ignorant and that is divisive talk right there. And I don't know this guy. I, I don't I really don't. I've never even like seen his comic or anything like that. I I'm not a fan. I, I have one way or the other, but I do know that he is like traditionally traditionally pretty conservative and i'm used to seeing this from the liberals you know and the left um all the the race grifting and you know all that stuff but um yeah it pisses me off when it's coming from the right and somebody who seems like a fairly logical dude um otherwise you know saying stuff like this um it's not helping <laughs> it's definitely making stuff a lot worse um and if you, I mean, race relations have gotten progressively worse. And, and you know, the actual, let me tell you the, the percentage of people who, um, how, how the poll ended up coming out and why. And, like, let's first give you the numbers. Um, and, and like I said, um, do you, here's, here's how the, it was presented. Um, do you agree or disagree? Um, it's okay to be white. And, you know, 58% strongly agreed. Um, 14% somewhat agreed, 6% somewhat disagreed, 6% strongly disagreed, it's okay to be white, and 17% said they didn't know that they were, you know, they didn't have an opinion about it, <laughs> which to me is like, that means no, it's not okay to be white. I mean, <laughs> I would put that on that, on that end of the spectrum if I had to put it anywhere. But, um, what, that's just kind of a real, I mean, first 58% and then 14%, you know, 
That's that's I mean, come on. That's not like nearly half of people saying that it's not okay to be white. So bad job, dude. Um, reading that, I don't know how you got that out of that um, survey. But um, you are right in the way that the the relations between white and blacks have have you know gotten worse over the years. Um, I did look at a survey um, that said in twenty um, or sorry two thousand and two that um, it was a it was a survey just asking um, white people and black people, hey, how what do you, how do you think relations are between white and blacks? And um, you know, white people said. Um, 68% of white people said the relations were good and 72% of black people said that the race relations were good. Well, today, um, a more recent poll in 2023, um, now you only have 33% of white people and only 43% of black people saying that race relations are good. Ugh. That is, that's horrible. I mean... It half like less than half of the white people who used to think that the race relations were good now don't 33% of people one out of three people thinks that race relations are good that's that's terrible and I'm like we we <laughs> we're so I mean from 68% pretty much an average of 70% of people in 2002 and now the average is like th- 38% of people um, think that there's good race relations. That's that's terrible. So, yeah, um, I don't think the guy should be canceled. Uh, he lost a ton of money. and But, you know, he's also gained some popularity because, you know, I, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you know, don't cancel the guy. And I don't know. I just I, I really think that he, he's doing a lot of damage by taking that angle and, and kind of saying stuff like um, this is something that can't be fixed because, you know, it's it's been fixed over and over again in, um, in our history um, in this country. Um, it's gone the right direction, and we fixed little things along the way, and it's never been perfect, but, you know. It, I mean, that's just the numbers show you right there. In 2002, we were in a way better position than we are now. Why is that? Because of stuff like Scott Adams saying, stuff like Lori Lightfoot. I can't take any, you know, interviews from white people. Like, what is that crap? I'm moving, and then Scott Adams, I'm moving away from, from black people. And, and he, and another thing that he used as his an excuse to, as an excuse to, you know, why he thought that way and why he's allowed to say that. He's like, oh, even Don Lemon. Don Lamone, the biggest idiot. We were just talking about this guy and how stupid he is. Even he was like, yeah, black people, you know, you need to, like, pick up your trash in your neighborhood and, you know, pull up your pants. And, you know, I, I moved out of my black neighborhood and I, I live in a white neighborhood now and I don't see the problems that I saw in my black neighborhood. It's like that may be true, but, you know, there's socioeconomic, you know, disparities involved there. Um and again, there's exceptions to everything. <laughs> so it's just really bothersome. Hopefully we can get past this crap and actually get back in the right direction as far as that stuff goes. Oh, so huge, huge breaking news. Um, 
I guess they ran out of balloons. Um, people just don't believe in UFOs. Um, they, <laughs> um, so they're, they're recycling some old news that, I mean, we've known since 2020, bro. Um, and which, you know, this is the news that, you know, Tucker Carlson and Trump were all called, you know, what was it? Um, what's the name of the, uh, what would you call it? It's called, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's called, um, oh, dude, oh, I'm blanking. This is, this is tough. But anyway, um, xenophobic, jeez. Bing. So yeah, xenophobic, um, and, and all that different thing, you know, all that stuff to, to say that, oh, there was a, it was a lab leak out of Wuhan, you know, the, the virus and, and now the FBI and some other department has confirmed, oh yeah, we think it's, we think it might be coming from the Wuhan lab. Like here, here's another distraction. Look over here because, you know, everything going on with, you know, here our infrastructure under attack, all the train derailments, all the other crap going on. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. They're just trying to distract us one thing or another. Um, can't. So what they're doing now is recycling some news and actually confirming something that pretty much the whole world already knew, which is it was a lab leak. Yeah, if it's a coronavirus, you know, research lab in Wuhan, and that's where the coronavirus came from um yeah two and two together you know even liberals are, are are understanding that um but yeah it's it's confirmed you know it's another distraction and it's a distraction from you know the fact that you know janet yellen our secretary of of treasury is over there you know handed Zelensky and on a surprise visit i mean this is the second surprise visit within what a week's time we had Biden over there giving him $500 million. And then Janet Yellen, you know, in his wake, <laughs> a few days later, showing up and giving him $1.2 billion more. And promising a, that's out of $10 million that, that he that he was promised from her that we're going to continue to give over these months. It's like, and people are like pissed off. <laughs> and that's probably why they're, you know, releasing this lab leak thing because their people are just annoyed. So anyway, um, yeah, Zelensky, he's saying, oh, if you guys, if you U.S. citizens that don't support this, you know, you, you're pretty much, if you don't support giving us money, then then we're going to lose the war and then your, your sons and daughters are going to have to come over here and fight for Ukraine, um, like, and be sacrificed the way that we're sacrificing our, you know, <laughs> our sons and daughters. It's just stupid. Um, India ha is completely like unsupportive of the whole Ukraine war. Um, they're they're pretty much siding with Russia in this situation. Um, people are really seeing through, you know, the corruption. You know what everything that's that really is this what this is all about. You know because. People think, you know, it's an invasion. No, it's, you know, the Biden's protecting, you know, their interests out there, you know, corruption. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Putin's, you know, 
He's cool with Xi Jinping. Uh, China and Belarus um, are now, you know, they're strengthening their ties. So they're supporting the side of, you know, Putin and China. So I don't know. There's a lot of people pulling out. And there's a lot of people just kind of picking sides at this point. And, you know, we're, we're, you know, inching closer to, you know, some, some, <laughs> some serious conflict here. Um, worried about the nuclear um, situation, obviously. I think everybody is. I don't think it, people understand how quickly um, this stuff could go down. I mean, within five-minute period, I mean, every massive metropolis here in the States would just be completely annihilated. Um, supersonic missiles that <laughs> cannot be shot down. There's no defense for. Um, yeah, but uh, as far as they're concerned, I mean, they, like I said, they got these underground bunkers. You know, these people, and and that's that's another reason that this war is going on is because you know the interests of the globalist and the globalist, they they want depopulation. You know, uh, ask Bill Gates. Um, nuclear annihilation might just be just a real quick way to kind of means to an end for them, you know, and all these people are all on the same team and that team is, um, not for humanity. And that concerns me big time. So yeah, uh, Bill Gates, he's, uh, he's one of the biggest, um, proponents for depopulation, you know, they actually have, there's a Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Depopulation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it still exists, but it might. I mean, yeah, but at some point, that was definitely a thing. So um, if you listen to this guy talk, I mean, he, he, he did a TED Talk about 13 years ago. And um, he said, uh, with uh, new vaccines, um, health care services, and um, reproductive care services, uh, reproductive health services, we can uh, reduce the population up to 15%. It's like, what do you mean you're going to reduce the population by 15% through new vaccines? Through healthcare services? Through reproductive care healthcare services? Like, dude, this person... Um, his whole family bloodline is full of sick psychopaths. Um, his grandmother, Margaret Sanger, was the founder of Planned Parenthood and like this like hardcore eugenicist who really did not like black people. And you look up Margaret, Margaret Sanger and some of the stuff that she said about the black population and you wonder why, you know, 70-some percent of Planned Parenthood um, abortions that are performed are, you know, on, on black African-Americans. Um, <laughs> these people are terrible. You know, they placed all these Planned Parenthoods in all these, all these places that, you know, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing to even talk about, but, you know, and then his father actually was, you know, was the head of Planned Parenthood. Obviously his grandma founded it. His mother, Bill Gates's 
you know, grandmother founded it. So his father ran it, headed, headed it up. And it's all about, you know, just killing people. <laughs> That's what Planned Parenthood is, um, is uh, performing abortions. Really messed up. And um, if you just, he's somebody you're, you don't, you cannot trust this, 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 this stuff. Um, this guy, <laughs> he's all inv- he's all involved with vaccines. Watch out. Um, he's doing uh, studies right now. Um, he actually has genetically engineered mosquitoes that he's released in California. And I'm like, F that, because they've already talked about vaccinating people through mosquitoes, him specifically. Um, so, yeah, uh, Bill, dude, that guy is a total creep. Um, and he's buying up all the farmland and like... <laughs> Oh, I need to do a whole show just on Bill Gates. Anyway, all right. Uh, last last topic here. Um, so, New York City, Long Island. There's a teacher, um, an elementary school teacher, and uh, her name was Deborah something. I don't. Let's just call her Debbie. This this steaming pile of human, uh, Debbie. But she um. So she pretty much forced this this nine year old girl to um, to change genders and to identify as a boy at school, and this went on for a long time without the parents' knowledge. And what was really bothersome to me is, you know, I know there's these creep teachers, and if you look at this lady, if you look at a picture of this lady, she is the full blown, freaking, rainbow cult skill idiot. Okay. All this stupid color hair. Just, ugh. Anyway, I, I just, if you're interested, go look at this person. And I try, like I said, I don't try to judge people just because of their hair dye or whatever. But this lady is clearly um, one of these, you know, LGBTQ cultists. And, um, you know, so she was forced pretty much, she, she pretty much, forced this this little girl to go as leo um and identify as a boy and the school counselor the school therapist and the principal were aware that this was going on for a long time and the parents did not know Uh, so the parents found out when the the poor little little girl went home and you know started drawing pictures and then writing suicidal notes on the picture. And they're like, wait, what's going on? And then the kid explained, you know, oh, my teacher, you know, makes me go as Leo and I want to kill myself and everything else. And you're just like, wait, what the heck? Like, that's totally messed up. But like I said, then you look at this teacher and then you find out more about this teacher. Listen to this. This lady, um... She wrote a book, an LGBTQ book called I Am Neither. Um, and then um, <laughs> she has her students, her fifth grade students, um, reading, uh, reading another book titled like when, when Aiden turned into my sister or something like that. It's like another, it's like another book about transitioning. You know, it's like this, this poor lady victimized 
or this this sick, disgusting person victimized this poor kid um, to the point where, you know, the kid became suicidal. It bothers me so much. At fifth grade, you know, you're nine years old, and you got these people, you know, exploiting you. Oh, it drives me insane. And it bugs the crap out of me. All right, folks. This one was kind of crap, and I'm okay with it. We got, we got to make these happen. Um, I'm coming back, and I'm going to come back tough. Thank you for being here. Um, we will see you probably in less than a week. I'm going to try to make this a little more frequent, but um, as of now, we will see you in a week. Take care.